Welcome to Riverdale. Thank you all for joining me for this latest installment of Welcome to Riverdale. Welcome to Riverdale is a Carefree Black Nerd production. <laughs> okay, so we're on Welcome to Riverdale, uh, the mid-season finale. I purposely did not record this episode uh, because I wanted to go into this bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, fresh and new before the new episode, excuse me, before the second half of the season began. Uh, this episode is chapter 22. It is Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is continuing on the kind of horror movie tropes that we have um, with Riverdale this season. Now, I'm going to be recording this a little differently. I figured kind of do a live recording where I will... I'm going to watch my DVR <laughs> recording of Riverdale and then, you know, give you an update as we go on the commercial breaks. And going into this one, I very much, well, I guess I didn't realize how much I missed these people, these crazy, wild ass, bad decision making, horror villains of a uh, cast of Riverdale. Now, we, um, this is a Christmas episode, you know, so, um, Merry Christmas belated Christmas I don't know <laughs> to everyone out there and you and yours but um so we have Mr. Uh, Mrs. Andrews on a singles cruise that first thing that stood out to me Mrs. Andrews we were quite well me and my mom were going to celebrate Christmas but she's on a singles cruise which is like I like how they're developing the adults in this series but they're doing it like his mom's on a um on a on a singles cruise, and then you have Kevin's mom who's in uh, Bahrain, and then you have um the affair going on between the mayor and the sheriff, and then you have Fred because he has a six thousand dollar doctor bill all the way from the first episode of the second season, and it's interesting to see things like that creep back up because we get so much. Uh, drama, so much angst, so much exposition. We get all of this, and we get these things that tie in that are like dramatic and 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 serious and whatnot. But we never get like we're getting a tie in from the first episode, which is a doctor's bill. And it's like I'm just very excited to see how they're going to handle that going forward. Um, Betty is out the gate. The first um, portion of this episode has been. Uh, I guess kind of leading the pack. She has had the best like little vignette. Uh, when I saw Polly wake her up out of her sleep for Christmas, I was like, well, first question, what the fuck are you doing here? You are an unwed mother who's carrying your cousin's baby. Her words, not mine. She said that she's the biggest sinner of them all. And um, initially I was excited. Like, okay, uh, Polly's back. Maybe they kind of know what to do with her now. But then I was like, nah, this is a little bit too good to be true. Just like, oh, he's here. You know who's here. And um, kind of a side note, I like Betty better without her ponytail. Like, I don't know for, I don't know what it is, but this scene of her coming down the steps and seeing her family together celebrating Christmas and like her hair is just kind of flowing and curly and whatnot. Like, I just, that's a better look to me than the ponytail. Though I know the ponytail is iconic in the words of Kevin, the token gay. Um, then we get uh, the black mask or black hood, black hoodie mask, whatever, who is dressed in a Santa suit. And I'm just thinking like, okay, this this is what I miss. I miss this cartoony, extreme, dramatic ass show. And they have delivered on 
all the shit that I have missed. Um, if we remember from before, you had Archie and Veronica fighting over the I love yous, breaking up. But before all that, they uncovered that the janitor was the third child of the family that was slaughtered. And now he's nowhere to be found. And they replaced him with this like Middle Eastern guy who's a janitor. Well, I think they're intentionally making kind of shifty or shady just to throw us off because I don't see why he would matter. But then again, Jughead's former teacher ended up being the sugar man after one episode. So, I mean, who knows with this show? Um, I did take a look at his eyes when he appeared on camera. They are not green. So, you know, there's that. Plus, he's small. He's a smaller. He's smaller than Archie. So he doesn't fit the body type to be the black hood. But it was just an odd uh, choice. Um, another thing is I like the Secret Santa thing that they're doing. Um, it, however cheesy and however cliche or campy, it still kind of was the glue that brought everyone together in this first part of the episode. Like it made sense for Cheryl, Josie, Betty, Veronica, uh, it, Reggie, Archie, for everyone to be in that space exchanging gifts. Um, Veronica mentioned to Betty, you know, even though there was a $20 limit, I bought this gift for you and then I bought this gift for Archie before we broke up and all this other shit. And that was cool. But what I enjoyed the most was seeing Reggie, Asian ass on screen again because that is one handsome Asian dude. Yes. And Josie, ugh, fucking beautiful. I'm just waiting for the day when they get together. Um, I wonder if we'll ever see Chuck again via this episode or any other episodes before the season is over. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, so Moose. Moose and Midge pop back up. And how first thing in my head was, what the fuck is he doing here? Like, why why is Moose here? Like, don't just add him in around holiday time to meet your dramatic quota. Uh, I mean, it was cool seeing him, but I, I'm not hopeful for what the hell is going on. <laughs> so, um, we're going to take a quick little break. And we're going to get back into the next portion of the episode. All right, we are not at a commercial break um, yet, but let me... <laughs> This shit, so, um, taking a couple steps back, uh, Jughead is trying his damnedest to get on his dad's good side, which, um, understandably, he should not be. I think his dad needs to wing him by his neck and throw his ass into a cellar and lock him up there until it's time to graduate, because this motherfucker just can't do right. Um, Veronica gives Archie his gift, which is the little box with the watch in it, that pretty much says, I love you in its own way, so he should feel like a huge dumbass for bitching for being a bitch, a fuck boy, and bothering her, goddammit, about saying I love you and whatever, that's neither here nor there. Um, we get Veronica talking about after well, I, I misspoke, it's not six thousand dollars, it's eighty six thousand dollars. Either I misspoke or Archie um severely like exaggerated the amount and now Veronica is thinking it's I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to go back and check because I wanna just do this as live as possible so I won't rewind but what the fuck $86,000 so I'm with Veronica I'm on her team she's the last of the top four or the core four who I'm kind of sort of on their team this bitch says to her father after asking why are we acting like German oligarchs and buying these Fabergé eggs and such and such when there are people who can't even pay their medical bills okay I get that bleeding heart that's cool then this house is yeah, Fred is out there selling Christmas trees for extra money. 
And I'm thinking, well, it is Christmas, so that's very smart of him to sell Christmas trees if he has access to them because it's Christmas. Then she follows up with, because that's what type of man, no, that's what type of father he is. Her dad stood up so quick, and I I know it wasn't going to happen, but I had every feeling, every bone in my body said he was about to smack the shit out of her for getting smacked. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's what type of father he is. And you, Ebenezer Scrooge, Veronica, shut the hell up. You sound like a goddamn fool. You are pining after this goddamn Archie. And I get wanting to help your friends. But what you won't do is disrespect your father off of this fucking ignorant ass fuck up who been brandishing guns, acting a fool, spiraling out of control, and including you in his drama. You didn't shot a damn gun behind this boy. So I guess at least she's being consistent and staying on brand because Veronica is a dumbass. Um, meanwhile, at this point of the episode, I'm with Cheryl now, and I've I've paused <laughs> I paused the episode, and Cheryl has been very kind of quiet. She um, appeared asking for I guess what was for Christmas with her grandmother and her mother there. I don't know where the grandma came from, but mom was like, "Yeah, we're poor," and gave her like a a, a, a candy. Can- <laughs> so she did the little $20 gift exchange with her friends and shit, but now she somehow got a hold of a tree, and I'm thinking, I don't know what the hell she's doing, but um, I'm interested to see, because I'm still not over what she did to Josie, I mean, but it feels as if the show is kind of just ignoring that or dismissing it completely, and that's another thing that I am not happy with, because I don't have enough faith in this show to tie up these loose ends or keep the, the continuity not because it's not a good show, but because it's not that show, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't feel like this is the show where they're going to be diehard about keeping up things. Like, if something doesn't fit, we'll just overlook it and keep moving. And I don't like that. Like, you really fucked over Josie, and I need you to know you did, and I need you to correct that shit, motherfuckers. All right, so, I'll be back. Well, motherfuck me, you, them, him, she, them, they... <laughs> This shit is wild as hell. So, I don't even know. So, to catch up, we find out that um, homeboy, the janitor, Conway, um, which it only it didn't it didn't hit me until it hit the characters on the show that he pointed the finger at the wrong person who killed his family. So, this I don't even know what the hell this show is anymore, but. I'm all for it still. Um, I just find it so odd that people are divulging all this information to these kids. Like um, Betty says to whoever the headmistress is at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, a sane asylum, whatever. Talking about when my sister escaped from here, she told me about all of the house of horrors. And if you don't tell us, then I'm going to expose you. And it's just like, what? Just murder her and get it out the way. Like. This show is so extreme. It, it's ridiculous. I'm just excited to see how this episode ends and what comes this week since Riverdale will be back uh, in about three or four days, two or three days, something like that. So um, we get Veronica going to her father's office, taking the Fabergé egg, I assume pawning it or at the very least taking her mother's credit card black card which i think her name is hermione apollonia i think she said apollonia (laughs) lodge but she's um paying off fred's medical bills i'm just like what the fuck is wrong with you 
Talk about privilege. Like, I mean, I get it, standing up to your parents, doing what you feel is right, but who in the fuck? What? I just, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I mean, I guess if you got that money to spend, spend it, but God damn, how? She need her ass whooped. Um, I do like this episode, Jughead and FP's relationship. I like seeing FP cut into Jughead and let him know, like, pretty much we're in this uh, predicament because of your dumbass. And Jughead is so adamant about helping, but it's like there's nothing that you can do at this point. We are fucked. We are screwed. So I can't leave because I'm on probation. And if I leave, then I broke probation. I'm going back to jail. We're fucking around with the snake charmer. It's just a whole big bag of fuck nuts. Um, we find out that the people who murdered that person who killed uh, Conway's family, well, the wrong person, might have been uh, Grandma Blossom. And it's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm liking this. You're tying in everything. You're fleshing out these people's story, you know, through exposition. But I'm, I'm all here for it. Uh, I'm interested to see how this episode ends. I'm not as pumped as I thought I would be. I'm more so excited to see what comes this week. So I'm going to take a little break and you guys stay tuned. All right, y'all, again, again, <laughs> not at a commercial. Now, Jughead's storyline has been awfully boring for me. He's taken upon himself to go and take care of the snake charmer. He has decided that he's going to get his friends together and they are going to take care of this problem. They have kidnapped Penny, or yeah, Penny, blindfolded her, put her in Greendale, Jughead in a very, um, what is the play, um, because they're guys and dolls, um, uh, whatever, you know the play with the Hispanics versus the white folks, anyways, um, West Side Story, <laughs> very West Side Story style, tells her she is no longer to set up shot in the south side that you know you want to deal drugs and extort people that's what you do on your own time but not here bitch not in riverdale south side so she laughs she says you stupid cocky kid pulls up her sleeve and says you cannot hurt one of your own now guys we all know the disdain that i have for archie betty and jughead and now kind of sort of veronica this motherfucker grabbed his knife. Tony Topaz and I'm assuming Tall Boy, somebody, not Tall Boy, uh, the other one, Sweet Pea, grabbed this woman, pulled, held her down while he ripped or carved the serpent tattoo off her arm. I'm back in, y'all. I'm back in. I don't even, and I had to stop the recording. I am back in and I am ready. This is some shit. We're going to see how this is. This is why I am a resident of Riverdale. <sighs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, Archie and Betty showed up at Cheryl's house, you know, requesting to speak to Nana Rose um, to figure out what the hell she knew and whatnot. And she's like, oh, you know, no girls allowed. They didn't let me um, go with them to kill the guy. She said, she being Betty, um, Nana Rose, where did they hang the guy? This is very important. She says, oh, no, dear. They did not hang him. They gave him a proper burial. They buried him alive. Let me tell you, this is the creepiest shit I have seen on this show. Then she goes to say, no, Archie says, okay, where did they bury him at? Because I'm Archie and I just need to be here. Ugh. She says, Polly, because of course, Nana Rose looks at um, Betty and thinks that she's Polly. 
Polly dear, you should ask your grandfather. He was there. So it's like, oh my God, this shit is getting really good. So apparently now my mind is just going all over the place. Black mat, black mask, black hood, black hood, black hood. Yeah, he's a threat, and I kind of like him a little bit more. But this mystery right here that I didn't think was going to evolve into anything, but now I gotta assume that it was um, Betty's grandfather, uh, Cheryl's grandfather, um, Grandma Rose, probably you know all of the like like the the big wigs back then. It had to be it, and there had to be some tie to the Sisterhood of Quiet Mercy, a Saint Asylum, Church of God in Christ, or whatever that shit is. Like, ah, okay. So, hold on, guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ in heaven and Latter-day Saints. Y'all, y'all, where have I been? Why was I not watching this episode? Oh, my God. So, shit, um, oh, uh, fuck. Um, we find the picture. We find out. Who first of like first of all we find the picture of the people who killed that innocent man. There was a black man in that picture. The only black family in town. Oh wait, oh I was gonna say the only black family in town is the mayor, Mayor McCoy. I think they moved there, but um, Weatherby is black and Pops is black. So and they're about the age of uh, Grandma Rose. So maybe that was one of them. I don't know. But we get um, an empty coffin and Archie's like, why the fuck would you, you know, have us, you know, uncover an empty coffin? And as soon as he says that, I realize, oh, this nigga finna shoot one of y'all. And lo and behold, black mask pop out. And who is that? He has a gun in his hand. And he's like, nigga, get in that coffin or I'm going to shoot her in the head. And they caught Sheriff Keller on the way. So now I'm just, I'm kind of frazzled. <laughs> Let me take a step back. Um, As far as Jughead and FP. Jughead has assured his father that, oh, we've taken care of Penny, and you don't have to worry about her no more. It's such and such as that's like, motherfucker, she will be back. And I'm inclined to be more on FP side, because even though you guys may have ran her out of town, she's a lawyer. She has dirt on all of y'all. She can be back. Like, what? Unless you murdered her and buried her body, there's no way that I don't think she's not coming back. Um, also, now, as much as Veronica irritates the hell out of me, I'm kind of on her team. I love her family. I love this um, evil Latin family thing that they have going on and this deniable culpability and all this shit about you wanted to know about the family business and you want to be involved. Well, you can no longer be daddy's little girl and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like <sighs> this show is fucking amazing. Uh, so Black Hood, Black Hood, Black Mask, Black Hood, whatever, has a gun pointed on Betty. He hit a police Cyrus, turned his head, and I'm screaming at the TV, hit him, hit him, knock that nigga out. She grabs a shovel, whacks this nigga in the head, and I pause the recording. And so now I'm at the point where Betty is uh, oh, trying to open the coffin with Archie in it. I bet dying for a motherfucking dollar that once she gets him out, the Black Mask will be gone. It's like that, of course, he won't be there. Um, additionally, I'm thinking that perhaps, uh, Mr. Conway, Connor, whatever the ex janitor might be, um, the black mask, black hood, whatever. I don't know. Um, we, we'll see. We'll see. But I'll keep you posted as this story develops, guy. <laughs> Shoot that nigga. Shoot that nigga. Shoot him, Archie. Got that motherfucker. 
Good, good. Now take off his mask. Take off his mask. Keller. Okay. What the take the mask off. You don't know if he did, nigga. Take the mask off. Mask off. <gasps> yes, I knew it. I knew I knew that motherfucker. Yep. 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 Oh, he's... Sh oh, shit. Okay. 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 Damn, I guess I was wrong about the black mask. Oh, shit. Alrighty, guys. Uh, <laughs> now that I'm back from that damn uh, post-holiday heart attack I had, um, we know who the Black Hood is, which means in my standing theory that it was the son of Alice Cooper and F.P. Jones was wrong. And I am not too big to admit when I was wrong, but it leads me to question, where in the fuck is this brother now? Because it has been established that she has a brother, but now I'm thinking, is this another one of those continuity things that the writers are just ignoring completely? Like, I don't have enough time to get invested into this show. And then you just slap me in the face. <laughs> Good Lord, that was an amazing ending. Um, I'm happy I didn't watch it during Christmas because I'd have been amped as hell. Like I'm, I this this was cool. Um, I guess no longer will I uh, pose the question: Who do you think is the Black Hood? Because we know who it is. But favorite character of this episode uh, has to be everybody black. No, um, I'll say Betty. No, Veronica, because Betty had a very active role, but I felt like her and Archie were dumb as shit. So uh, Veronica. Well, Veronica and uh, Jughead for both accepting their place in the family business and moving forward in a way that made sense with those characters, but also stayed true to this, I guess, new, I don't know, family business character. <laughs> so good job and kudos to them for that. Uh, I will. I see that the next episode, Southside High, will be integrating into Riverdale, which is like, okay. I'm interested to see how that goes. But uh, all in all, this was dope as fuck. Didn't get em enough uh, Josie and didn't get enough Reggie for me. Because, you know, I'm always Team Josie, Team Reggie, uh, Josephine and Reginald. <laughs> Them old ass names. But, um, yeah, guys, I don't know. I guess we're going to end it here. Uh, be sure to check out Riverdale uh, Wednesday, January 17th. So that'll be a couple days away. And... You know, tweet me when you're watching that episode, live tweet with WTR Pod. When you're listening to this episode, WTR Pod. Um, anyone that has questions, comments, concerns, opinions, and want to be featured on the show, let me know. Let's make it happen. As always, I want to keep this conversation going. Um, again, live tweet. Uh, email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Uh, tweet me, carefreeblurred. Uh, all other social medias, it is carefreeblacknerd. And this has been a fucking amazing ride i'm exhausted <laughs> so um stay carefree stay nerdy and um i guess now stay able to get to riverdale because the black hood have been caught hell so <laughs> that's that comfort and joy
What the? 